was the opposite of the Irish goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Uh, how are you doing? Welcome along to the A to Z of Ireland episode numero three, uh, which of course means that we're on C. Thank you so much for everybody, to everybody, should I say, uh, for listening so far and subscribing and all the rest of it. Continue to do so. Tell your friends and all that. Uh, we're on iTunes and Spotify the two major platforms for you <laughs> to digest your podcast. <laughs> get them on others as well. <laughs> Who the hell listens on I mean, else? yeah, I mean, there's a, we get we don't Stitcher. Want you. Ah, you're a Stitcher listener. <laughs> Nobody wants you. You're not listening to this. I am joking. If you're on Stitcher, of course. Yeah, whatever way you want. If you want to listen to this by having a cup against a wall. <laughs> Dude, if you want to come into the studio, <laughs> if you want to sit in that chair over there. I was just saying, actually, I we'll just said, you. if you're on Stitcher, let us know. Clearly, they're not listening to this. <laughs> but if you have a friend on another platform, we will actually go to their house and do a live episode by their fireplace just yeah. just for them that's that's a promise i've made now so <laughs> go. We'll, we'll, we'll be doing that next week uh, so andy how are you are you well i i'm good uh, Andy, after by the way mike ogan oh, i think sorry. we got i think we got lost in my, my apologies yeah. wow yeah wow. podcasts give you an amazing ability to ramble yeah i enjoyed how you threw in yet another language i did at the start and the way, like you were going to run out by oh thank you oh i'm i'm multilingual what have andy. you got uh, uh, what have what i've got up my sleeve for next week yeah yeah uh, i'm thinking of going with um, a little bit of Bengali from your travels <laughs> from my time in India yeah yeah <laughs> but I yeah mean, when numero there thank you for, for noticing yeah that. Uh, I mean there's that you know why did uh, do, we see, do we see these cats called Undas Twats <laughs> Undas Tra no. why did they uh, why did they die because Undas Twats cat sank there were cats on an ice. That, I think that was the, the original setup of the, the wow. joke. Yeah, there was cats on some ice. They were named Un Da Twa. Why did they die? Because Un Da Twa's cat sank. A bit of French humor. <laughs> French language based humor for you there. That is way too as many as there for me. Yeah. Way too highbrow for me. Uh, anyway, so we were on the letter C, of course, and it is. Our mission to, I suppose, to figure out our Irishness, figure out this nation of ours and what unites us through the help, help of the alphabet. We've done AB, we're on C. Uh, you started last week. I might start this week, Andy. I'd love um, you to. A little later on, we'll do our not Irish, but Irish thing. And I think I've, I think I've got a good one for you this I'm week, actually. I look forward to it. I was thinking of starting with an Irish celebrity, which is kind of not something we've done, apart from briefly talk about Bono uh, last time out, uh, by accident, kind of. Um, but I was going to bring Colin Farrell into the equation. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I think uh, our, he's, he's the first example of Irish, a, a kind of a new Irish man, if you know what I mean. Um, because maybe before that, uh, we were renowned for something different. We were never really renowned, I don't think anyway correct me if I'm wrong, for being the clean-cut, sexy, okay, he did have this sort of stereotypical um, sort of, you know, out to late at night kind of thing, but he was the clean-cut, kind of sexy man uh, that he was, was uh, first he on was the He was a leading man. He had yeah. leading man good looks. On, on a global scale. He still does. I don't mean to No, he, st sure. he still does. But we've all kind of just followed his his life from the early days. I think he was on Ballycus Angel at the mm. start. I'll be honest with you. I never watched that. I don't think anyone did uh, until well, the, there was a Wicklow was interest in it. Was ah, there? Could have been a good B one. Was that not a Nordy thing, Ballycastle? No, Ballycastle was filmed in a Voca. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, the story of a priest who fell in love with a something. 
Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that's what it all was. And then they let it go for another few years after Sumta died. She got electrocuted while changing the barrels. And the priest uh, who had left the priesthood okay. to be with Sumta, then Sumta died, he left. So the two main stars and the two, the actual driving storyline uh, was wrapped up very, very quickly. Okay. And then it went on for a few more years and became absolute dog shit. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, and that's where Colin came in. <laughs> At the, on the, in the dog shit the dog shit years. Oh, okay, right, yeah. okay. Uh, but anyway, obviously he did very well for himself. But weirdly, and I know on the last episode, um, we spoke about begrudgery, but there doesn't seem to be kind of a, a begrudgery towards Colin Farrell. He's always been championed, really, and supported in his, in his bad times and all the rest of it, I think, by Irish people. Because he's owned his mistakes. I think he owned the yeah. fact that he did get he did get a little bit lost there was he was drinking and partying and i assume being with any woman mm-hmm. he wanted because it was it was open to him mm-hmm. and then like a lot of these things when you realize well like i i don't want that for my life mm-hmm. anymore let's see what else i can do and then i think kind of children came along and then he became he became very he's very i think i think if anyone is open about stuff i think people like them they appreciate it yeah. more that goes against George Clooney's rule of celebrity he thinks the more you tie back from someone the more people will want to find out about you but I think what really suits Colin Farrell is the fact he's been so open about the fact that he has made mistakes mm-hmm. yeah well I'd like to thank Colin Farrell because I do think that um, Irish men have a lot to thank for him I, particularly Irish men who go abroad because I think there was definitely a, a new view of the Irish man and it was the start of that um, abroad so I think he has a, it is, he's a lot to be thanked for oh yeah 100, in that regard. 100% and also you see him on uh, you see him on talk shows mm. and he does very much wear his Irishness on his sleeve with the whole recent uh, Abracadabra. Uh, yeah, oh, he does. Yeah, on, was that Jimmy Kimmel? He did Jimmy that Kimmel, where he went on and he was talking about his gold card. His, yeah, and then they gave him a, a black card, didn't they? They upgraded yeah. it yeah. <laughs> where he could have any Abracadabra he wanted. I just realised we missed an A. We Isn't that an, just a we shame? We missed an A. Abracadabra. Yeah, a lot of A's are coming through the woodwork, aren't they? They are, yeah. It's yeah. amazing. We didn't think of them when we were actually doing the A episodes. <laughs> but Abracadabra, of course, yeah. The yeah. diet of many a, many a, a Friday or Saturday night at three I, o'clock in the morning. I don't care for them. Do you not? I don't like mess. No, neither no, do I. I don't like mess. I don't like anything that I can't control. Right, yeah, you probably have a point there, to be <laughs> fair. But I don't think when I, if, if, when you've had a few drinks or whatever, that mm-hmm. uh, uh, you, you logically think about the mess, which I didn't many times. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, how did we get talking about Abercrombie? Oh, yeah. Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yeah. of course. Anyway, so that's Colin Farrell, and uh, he has been involved in some great movies, and I know some howlers and all that. But one of my favourite movies, actually, I think of all time, I'll go out and say this, is In Bruges. I think it's an absolutely brilliant movie. Incredible film. So funny. Yeah, just absolutely. The film of midgets is one of the yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, a glorious. It is, just, it is the entire movie could be could yeah. be. Uh, do we have a swear limit on this? Oh well, I yeah, I'm only yeah. I see. I'm so used to, because when I'm in front of a microphone, I'm so used you, to not you're swearing. Your and that any time I say it, yeah, I'm like oh, I just said fuck there. Yeah, oh, I just said it there. 
Yeah, like I, that's my now. You, but you fuck, you fuck away then. <laughs> because, yeah, because I mean, what I think is a lesson for life is a line from In Bruges. Oh, where he says, oh, "You got to say the c word." I got to say the c word here. Yeah. Where he says, "Was well, like you're, he's you're, a guy. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's a cunt. Then he's always going to be a cunt, and probably going to have some cunt kids." And he said, "Take that back about his fucking cunt kids." <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, it is that. a great <laughs> message. Uh, if someone is just a pure <laughs> cunt. Like they're never gonna change. I mean, we should we, for it. We, I was just gonna say we should just we should bring that word in, maybe without saying it as as much as 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 maybe we could. Yeah, but it is a great word. It is one I mean, of my most favorite words. Yeah. See yeah. you next Tuesday. Yeah. Cnt. Yeah. Because I think it all depends on the inflection. It all depends on where you're hitting those where you're hitting those letters. Because I because I sometimes like I love it I love a confident person I love an old rogue I always yeah. have there's something quite appealing about okay. that I have I love somebody you can say like he's a bit of an old cunt now you know I love that <laughs> okay yeah. Yeah, I lo- just when, I, when I'm really like oh that's definitely not the way I would use it he's a chancer like he's a chancer whatever I'm like but I like it I like it but then genuinely when I am be you oh me, yeah yeah and yeah. really and there's not too many people who I really Dislike, but dislike, when someone yeah. has done something com- completely bad, you only can think of like a person's like, <laughs> and it is all the way. But do you know what? I, and I think we should keep it that way because yeah. we have a great use of that word in this country, where mm. it does seem to be used only in a very extreme case. Yeah, for, for the most part, uh, for most people, that like that, if you just the anger just boils right to that stage of where you go, he is a cunt, right? yeah. and that and that's that's a good way to have it. But in Australia. They use it all the time. I've oh, noticed. Yeah, I've yeah, noticed that it's, yeah. it's kind of just part of the curse. It's like the f word. It's like anything else. Yeah, it's just said flippantly, and I think that's an awful shame. Yeah, it come. I think it would sound very well in that accent, though, wouldn't it? Can't. Yeah, <laughs> I think in like yeah, so that old partridge joke is African. I mean, like you can't say that. You know? Great Alan Partridge joke. Um, oh, yeah, I never. F- I'd love to get into Alan Partridge, but I'm just. I'm too late. Yeah, I never watched any of them, and apparently, because you know, if you're involved in radio, it's supposed to be the best thing you'll ever see. Yeah, uh, but I just think they're all dated now, and I've I've attempted to look at them. But anyway, that is yeah. So we got from Car- Colin Farrell to God, which is the magic. <laughs> and no offense to Colin Farrell, no, like. and he's not associated with that word at all. But yeah. you're right, that is a good C because I think we use it well in Ireland, mm. and I know it's really offensive. Yeah, particularly to um, some of our female population, but by. God, it's a good word. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good way to express your anger about something. I'm guessing that's one of the the few words that you you cannot use even on late night radio. You can throw in a few. Yeah, it's amazing. You, I you know can't our, say it. our mutual friends Dermot and Dave will will throw in an occasional shite. I think kind of shite can get by the censors a little bit because it's a bit Irish, it's a bit wee, yeah. a bit way. But the c word. Even I'm backing down from when using that. Yeah, because uh, we've used it a lot in this segment. Um, the c word is uh, genuinely and now no. Don't worry, we have an explicit thing on this podcast, so <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah. kind of safe. The c word, uh, but yeah, I, I, there are some curse words I don't like, and and uh, like I don't mind saying right. I don't mind saying that you're pissed off. I don't yeah. think you know that's not too offensive, but the word piss I hate, <laughs> as in. <laughs> As in the kind of a uh, to take a have a slash to have a yeah. have a leak have yeah a pee. see you're finding it difficult to say because you don't like it either do you? piss I 
We well, see that thing like when people say I hate when any Irish person says sorry I have to go for a piss. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh you hate it. Yeah, so no, many people use it. Yeah, you wouldn't use it in polite society. You wouldn't just be finishing. <laughs> so crass. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be meeting, say your girlfriend's <laughs> father for the first time. Um, would just say sorry, where's your bathroom? I really need to go for a piss. I hate it. I hate it. I yeah. hate it. I don't know why. It's oh, just one of, one of those words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Has a has a um, has a parent. Mm. Do you How do you police what words Your kids pick well, up So I am dealing with that Currently I'm doing my best um, I don't tend to curse uh, that much I I notice myself saying Flipping this and flipping that and mm. flipping all the rest of us Because uh, you, you know But um, but we were in A restaurant not so long ago And it, it was funny It is so funny but, you know, my other half had to say, right, we really need to, you know, you really need to rein in any kind of shits and all the rest of it that you say. Because she dropped her chips and shouted at the top of her voice, oh, shit. <laughs> and seeing that come out of a four-year-old is just so funny. But I know I have to, obviously she's getting it from me. Um, but interestingly, um, speaking about kids and cursing, um, we were at, um, I had American relations over uh, not so long ago. And at the dinner table... I and they had a, a little kid, lovely little kid, and she heard me go, Jesus Christ. And I was messing. And she went, <gasps> Yeah. And then her mother went, Don't worry about it, it's okay. She like obviously this was this was a big deal that yeah. a grown man had said Jesus Christ. Because we use that really flippantly. Yeah, Jesus and yeah. Jesus and yeah. the whole lot. And I just thought to myself, isn't it so lucky? Because I've heard my daughter say that before. Jesus Christ, Dad! You know what I say? Oh, well, you know, don't, don't, don't say that. And she kind of go, "Why?" And I'm like, "That's ah, just, it's just no, just don't say that." Who did you hear that off? That's what I'll say. And she'll always go, "Dad." Well, just, just don't worry, don't, don't mind your dad. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about what I say. Uh, but go easy on the c word there, love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, thankfully, she's never said that. I don't use that around the home. That would be. That would be that would be <laughs> yeah. social services. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be unhappy household. <laughs> the first, she <laughs> drops her chips and goes, <laughs> "Yeah, mommy's." Uh, <laughs> well, her mother's lovely, uh, a lovely woman. Yeah. Her mother is. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so that that's what I'm bringing to the table. Uh, what have you got, Colin Farrell? And uh, <laughs> brought to you by the letter C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing to do, as I say, with Colin Farrell. We're we're, we're fans of him. Uh, I mean, I again, I was knocking down some 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 yeah, options wait, in a weird. Coincidence, I just got a text there from Aquiva, another C. Anyway, oh, wow. Carry on. Um, and I'm going to turn to you, who has Dublin, a, a Dubliner. As a dub, uh, yeah. I mean, I can do this. I, I can do this right now, in fact. Uh, because I think I've come across a few times now with Banging Night and all this stuff where I'm like letting out the culture. Yeah, yeah. We def- there are some cultural differences yeah. on this podcast. I mean, yeah. explain to me, Coddle. Oh, Coddle. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing, right? I don't know much about Coddle. And uh, interestingly, because I had Coddle down as well, and I remember years ago coming on a flight back from the UK, and I was sitting beside a woman, I remember her well, she was from Newcastle, and she was really, and her husband was on the other seat on the other aisle, uh, and she was really interested and so excited about going to Dublin, and one of the things she said to me was, and tell me, what is Coddle really like? And I went, (laughs) honestly, I went... I've no idea. Mm. I don't really know. Is that that sausage thing? Is it? Well, to say that she was like literally blown away 
was is an understatement. She just could not believe that a Dublin person wouldn't know what coddle was. I feel like I've also got into this category of I was like, all right, go explain yourself to me. Explain coddle and you have I I'm so sorry. But have you have you partook? Never. I've never had coddle ever. No, no. Has the budget been better and this I was thinking myself, oh wouldn't it be great to get coddle brought in? Well coddle is just as far as you know, it's like boiled sausages and kind of in a in a in a stew almost. It with loads of vegetables and stuff. I think I don't really I know. It's not terrible. I think it's just essentially a and again this is this is very ignorant of me. It is essentially a sausage stew. <laughs> which sounds quite tasty. Yeah. It's they're they're like I know but they it, it looks kind of awful. It's like a white uh, a yeah. white sausage uh, and There is nothing less I mean <laughs> Whoa, Nothing less Yeah Can I tell you about than a white sausage Can I tell you <laughs> about uh, A trip to Paris I had Of course you can A, a trip to Paris I had This ties in With, with Cardinal But I was We went to Myself and, and, and Jennifer Went to a restaurant uh, And we were pretty close To like the end of the trip So we were kind of like, We'd go kind of fancy And a friend who had lived in Paris Said to me like Look if you see this sausage being advertised, go get it because that is that is the pinnacle of kind of French kind of cooking. But I couldn't remember. Then you had like kind of spices and this was just an incredible spicy sausage. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. And they said, will you, you know, go get that. Um, and I just, I could not remember what the life, what it was. So I seen that they were advertising this thing with like triple A, and a type of sausage And I thought Well look Triple A rating That it must be this We will dazzle you With this <laughs> level of, of So I got that and Jen Jen got a steak And when it came No it looked It was that pure Kind of white It was this thick thing yeah. But when I cut into it Not only did it just Kind of like Flop out all at once the, I have never smelled anything As bad As bad Because what this sausage is Is unwashed anus Oh my god And it is seen as And it was Like genuinely off-putting Like Jen immediately Stopped eating her steak Just couldn't Couldn't Continue And was the person Who recommended you this Taking the weenie No because they had recommended A completely different thing Oh They okay. completely recommended But oh, I got just, the wrong thing I got the wrong thing This was Oh sorry And this is now This uh, This triple A sausage thing Is Is kind of It's listed on websites As kind of like If you're kind of into Like Punishment eating. If you are kind of into oh, it's like, like a challenge, book a list in the thing. Get this, but it, I still my stomach <laughs> turns awful. even thinking. And did, did the waiter or waitress or whatever not say would not give you a warning? No. See this thing. I'm a very polite, young man. And um, I think what wasn't helping was that I think on the on the continent, uh, you know, kind of like uh, medium rare and rare and medium well done. It's always it's always a step down from what we would do. Okay. It's always a step back is the way to kind of uh, remember it apparently. Uh so when Jen's steak was was medium, they actually came down as quite rare. rare. Yeah. And so I think the fact that she was eating this very kind of bloody steak with the smell, it was just kind of off putting. And then the waiter came along and seeing the fact that I was really struggling here, but he looked so offended. He looked so kind of he says, Sorry, do you not do you not like it? Because neither of us you, were eating. Of this is a fancy restaurant. Neither of us, neither of us were eating at the time. And I just said, well, I think Jennifer would prefer her steak slightly more mm-hmm. kind of cooked. So he said, of course, 
he took that back. He <laughs> could take this. And he lived, but I didn't, he, he said, but, uh, but he looked so sad in his eyes. He said, but are you okay? And I went, yeah, I'm fine. Of course you did. So I. Of course you did because you did the Irish thing of saying of everything's just, fine. Yeah. So I just proceeded on to eat this genuine shit sausage. Shit, like actual. Yeah, like it smelled of genuine shit and it tasted just the oh most disgusting God. thing. But isn't, isn't it just fascinating that we do that. Maybe we're getting a little bit better at it now that we, you know, if something's not right in a restaurant, uh, you'll say it. Like my other half is, is quite good at it, but I am on the side of, oh, please, this is not going to make a fuss. Mm. You know, like if they gave me a shoe instead of a steak, <laughs> I might just give it a go. Have you uh, have you ever sent anything, sent anything back? <laughs> no, I don't think I ever have. No, she has. Uh, but I've 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 always you know kind of gone ah it'll be grand it'll be fine I, I let's just not let it spoil the whole evening I'll just get through this even though I hate it <laughs> or even though there's something just not right about it uh, but coddle I'm so sorry Andy but I know very little about it well I mean that's that just kind of shows the fact that I was stereotyping the dubs and I should is, is there is there anything um, like a quintessential Wicklow dish I think Wicklow lamb is kind of. Oh come on The thing <laughs> No but I mean Like <laughs> <laughs> No but I mean No I don't think so But I think like It's kind of like Oh try the old try the, I mean trade wins In our club Really is the Is it That's, yeah, the, that's, that's uh, the pinnacle That is uh, um, So Wicklow lamb Yeah Yeah Nothing else No No Anus Style dishes No I mean if I mean <laughs> Has the Has the expert uh, on eating eating anuses you should have brought that dish back to us I should have brought it back and, and eat anything spread there the, <laughs> and spread the love so, of unwashed anus sausage uh, so um, we must get on to our not Irish but Irish mm. thing okay are you ready for this looking forward to it okay so my not Irish but Irish thing is candles Brilliant. Okay. Into this. Into it. You're very good at this feature. Yeah. So the reason I say that obviously is because I assume anyway, the candle was not created in Ireland, uh, but it has such a meaning for us, the candle. Um, candles are lit for all types of things. It goes into religion, spirituality, uh, people gone abroad and coming home. For goodness sake, there is a candle lit, isn't there, all the time in Orison Uchtaron. It was either Mary Robinson or Mary McAleese did it. It could have been Mary McAleese, actually. But surely the candle is wherever it's... May- I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't mean to poke holes. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Like kind of like we a- cannot claim the candle. Yeah, you I mean guess because it was, some candles are made May, here? Was that no? I guess I guess it was yeah. Where are candles invented? I, we don't. We don't. We, oh, I will look it up. You will look I will it look up, it up yeah, as yeah. we. I'll, I, I'll fill as we speak. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but in relation to Arsene Uteron, I think either one of the Marys. I get confused sometimes. Mm. Uh, but didn't they light a candle in front of Arsene Uteron to yes, yeah. all those people who emigrated that they're always welcome home? Well, what a wonderful gesture! Yeah, what a beautiful thing. Um, and then. You know, light a candle for me. Light a candle for you. Oh, yeah, that's a, so that's so a huge, sick. huge thing. Huge deal. Yeah, yeah, for exams and light a candle for me. And But better than that, the candles have evolved in Ireland, I think. And uh, again, we, 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 us two talk about notions all the time. And I think, you know, it's it's a, a thing in Ireland. We, we, we you know, uh, we, I guess we're changing for the better. But we like to call them notions. Mm. Uh, whether it be the styra up to the attic, which we said before was kind of the beginnings of our notions. <laughs> when we, we got that, took that one... Giant step 
<laughs> to the attic going, you know it, what it's, this it's, house isn't big enough for me anymore <laughs> I need more room it's turned into added conversions to uh, giant plazas on the side of motorways all that sort of stuff is brilliant but what has also happened in Ireland is we have gone from the humble candle later in your granny's house to Yankee candles yes right yeah. which are an amazing thing mm. an entire shops dedicated candle shops to the art of of of, uh, of the smell and of the of the joy of of candles and so many gifts now people get no one's ever bought me a candle for whatever reason but so many gifts have you never gotten a candle as a present no my mother got about five of them at christmas and i didn't buy her anything i did i I bought her a lot of stuff (laughs) but i didn't buy her any of the candles you know so i don't know where all these candles came from at christmas time um, so I do have the history of the candle oh, here if you want. Excellent. Hit me up. Uh, so prior to the candle, uh, people used oil lamps in which a lit wick rested in a container of liquid and oil. Okay, liquid oil lamps were uh, had a tendency to spill. Okay, so they reckon they could do this. European candles of antiquity were made from various forms of natural fat. Tallow. Oh yeah. In ancient Rome, candles were made of tallow due to the prohibitive prohibitive cost of beeswax. So it is possible that they also existed in ancient Greece and they go far ba- go as far back as uh, Han China around 200 BC. Wow. So there you go. So I think it's safe to say we did not invent the candle. No, I will I will gladly let you <laughs> let you have was the Chinese. Yeah, what's your favorite uh, smell? So my favorite I mean, let's open that up. What's your favorite smell? I mean, let's not even <laughs> We general. mentioned Alan Partridge in the last episode. I'm going to go up your Partridge here. <laughs> Favorite smell, yeah. It, like, but if you could put a smell, oh, here we go. Now we go. You can see on, the work, you can see that workshop. In. <laughs> you can see the cogs yeah, moving. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, that's why I like oh radio. Never suited. <laughs> Podcast genius. Yeah. Come on, so, ask me the question you want to ask. Right, if you so Mike Hogan, yeah. of A to Z Podcast. If you can put any smell into a candle, what would it be? Freshly cooked grass. Love that. A bakery, fresh bakery. Happy day. Fresh laundry, which is already one I actually um, have at home. Yeah, well, that's used in uh, estate agencies and selling houses. Has always been the way of like the whole thing of like cooking bread and make any. If you can make anything feel more like a home, people are more likely to and to. Invest. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, mm. I'd imagine that does happen. That yeah. is interesting. Mm. Um, are there any other smells? What about you? Uh, I've always, even though I don't particularly like, I don't like to eat it. The my number one, <laughs> my number one smell is uh, popcorn. Because oh, yeah. I love the cinema so much, so it's a very happy kind of Pavlovian response. Is that when I wa- when I smell popcorn, I know I'm in my happiest place. I know I'm walking into the cinema, and that is that is a very happy me. So whenever I smell popcorn, it brings me to a happy place that I'm going to. I'm I'm in the cinema. Wow, that yeah. is interesting. And C for can, cinema. Yeah. C for cinema. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one actually. C for cinema. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good Irish films. Yeah, I meant to mention the Bull McCabe for B. The Bull McCabe. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's 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 forget about B. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on C. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bull McCabe. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So that probably wraps it up for this episode, I guess. Um, Did you have another one you want to throw? Your fact. Yeah. Well, I do have <laughs> another thing. I do want to throw in very a very very quick C. Going back to like because uh, it's important to look back to our history of Ireland. Uh, about their history of Ireland and uh, did you ever go to Celt World speaking of seas no Celt World was this weird almost like Jurassic Park like theme park okay dedicated to Irish history it was part of the kind of the trilogy of theme parks in Tremor so you had Laser World wow uh, Splash World and Celt World mm-hmm. all within a walking distance of each other 
so and Kelt World, you would go in and Kelt World, in my memory, it was incredible because you walked in and a hologram would greet you. And I don't know how they did that hologram. Wow. This was this was 90s. I don't know how they did that hologram. It was amazing. This was like Disney level budgets. But you went in and they kind of like they, they educated you uh, by fooling you into being entertained. Like it was very much like moving cinemas and stuff like you would sit in and you would look at the story of Irish myths and Irish legends including um, this sea that I think is uh, and I'm going to very quickly go through it is Cool Cullen okay of course yeah very important in because he's Cool Cullen was it's it's what it's an Irish hero it's an Irish myth it was a young lad who became a warrior Mm. is essentially it in a nutshell and I think Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, has bought the rights to it and has long for years been trying to turn the story of Cuckullin into the next Game of Thrones. Really, yeah. And is shopping it around at the moment to try and how do they turn the story of Cuckullin. Now, this is going to be a spoiler for anyone. I'm going to quickly burst through some of the of the stuff of Cuckullin because it is fucking mental. It yeah, is, well, tell us because I, I sort of, I don't know the full story. I should probably, but remember it from my history lessons or whatever, ever so slightly, so... Okay, he was, Do he, educators. Yeah, he was the uh, son of a god and the nephew of uh, Conor McNessa, the king of Ulster. Uh, his, his birth name was, I'm uh, very bad at pronouncing, uh, they sent Santana. Okay. Yeah, his birth name was that. Uh, but he gained the name Cullen, meaning Cullen's hound, after he killed... With a, a slitter. With a slitter. He killed a dog and took that. And then he kind of, he grew up to become more... And more a a warrior, but it becomes like he the, genuinely all oh, this all oh, this dude is doing is like wrecking the gaff. Like <laughs> really? all this dude is doing is like every place he goes in, he's just smashing the place up, just with a hurl and a slither. <laughs> like people like he's a he's a complete badass. And like so, like the next part of the story is that he is invited to a home for a feast. Um, did d- d- um, Cuckullin forgets to put in his house protecting house dog. Cuckullin kills this dog as well. So this would be an Irish wolfhound. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. it's portrayed. Yeah. Um, and then this is all. This is all before he was seven. And then he, at that age, he goes off and he learns how to train and all this stuff. And then as he grows older and older and older, he becomes this fierce. Uh, he becomes this fierce warrior to the point where he takes, he falls in love and he's going to marry Emer. Yeah, E-M-E-R. So it's Emer. Yeah, yeah. Emer, yeah. He's going to uh, Emer who, um, and, but then the king at the time right. starts getting a little bit nervous because this is where I think it kind of gets a little bit weird. Because he that king, he's going to dethrone him kind of thing. No, because the king has the right of the first night. Okay. Which means that if a, if a couple get married, the king has, can, Hello, can drop in. Right, okay. So he's now getting a bit nervous because he's like, oh, fuck, he's Cullen's going to be fuming if I jump in and bed his bed his wife. And he'll, so he starts... He'll he starts, slitter, he'll slitter in his mouth. Yeah, he starts uh, panicking, but then he realises that he will lose all power and authority if he starts making... Allowances. I believe he was a very busy king, though. Then, yeah, if that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. if that was the thing of it. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> years go by. Um, oh my god, I'm back in history. Yeah, um, his son dies. 
because his son right, dies, okay. and seven years pass, and here's how it ends. Uh, here's here's how this, the legend of Cucullin ends. I think it is crazy. He Cucullin's story ends with he's traveling out by villagers, and he has three rules apparently, um, and one of them is never to eat dog meat, but also he will never refuse a warrior or something like that. Okay. He'll never refuse a warrior. So these warriors offer him dog meat. <gasps> He's got a catch-22, man. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. So he what does he do? eats the dog meat and then starts feeling weaker. And dies. Because he's he's broken his rules. And then uh, hangs himself on a tree and, like, the crows, like, pick him and ravens pick him and stuff. But he's hanging on the tree so he can face his... Uh, even when he's dead, he's going to kick the shit out of anyone <laughs> that comes near him. Oh so my he's God. facing... So, so this, yeah, this Irish legend that we're all kind of, like, who call in the real group, it's just a dude kicking absolutely... It would be the best action movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that movie gets picked up. That sounds yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah. The only real thing I remember about that is from the history books and uh, in school where I didn't really listen and obviously similar is happening now <laughs> yeah. but uh, mm. is that image of him lashing a, a slither into into a, a wolfhound's mouth yeah which obviously is, is an amazing thing to see when you're a kid but uh, yeah interesting Ku Cullen yeah for sure mm. uh, I think honourable mentions uh, should be to Coppers Copperface Jacks Copperface Jacks course. I think I think I think we might have to come back to that at the end of the episode I have a feeling of what the scene might be uh, yeah well I mean if you want to talk about it now oh yeah yeah work away uh, I mean I haven't I'm another I'm in another situation where it's similar to Coddle where you asked me about Coddle and I didn't know much about it I've only been in Copperface Jacks a handful of times, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe, I, for what reason, I don't know. Have you been in Copperface Jacks many times? Not recently. I used to go a lot with the college lads because mm. they were very much into Because it's seen as, it is a, it's a fun place. But, you know, I think I had a lot of notions during the kind of, like, college years and stuff like that. And I was so like, why the fuck are we going here again? But looking back and it was absolutely everyone there is just having is there yeah. to have a good time, to listen to the five mega mix. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know by the way, if you just tuned in from another part of the world or whatever, uh, it is a nightclub that is renowned. It's just known all around the country. Mm. Uh, it is a late night nightclub on Harcourt Street in Dublin City. And it's very much known for uh, teachers, nurses and guards. Would that be right? That's the, that's the, the trilogy of, of, of what's yeah. of who's and, there. Uh, and a lot of, I suppose, for some reason, it, it seems to be the meeting place of a lot of people who have come from the country uh, to the city. And they kind of convene in, in either Flannery's maybe Flannery's and then on Camden Street and then on into Copperface Jacks. That seems to be the thing. I said but that's not to say that all, a lot of dubs don't go either. Yeah, I'd say it's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like they're told this is where you go. Yeah. To be, and then people go and it just becomes... Um, like I've had like, jeez, I've had some great nights there. It's strange, but I remember thinking, I'm, I'm okay now. I'm done. And that was when uh, our graduation night in college we all just ended up there was some things organised but we all just ended up going to coppers and because I had gone to coppers so much during college when I graduated I kind of thought that night I thought well look this is the last time now I will be in coppers for for a while really yeah, yeah. and it was yeah but like it's always been a, it's always been a like a a, a fun it is yeah time, it, it is you know? it is kind of nice I'm I, like I'm just I'm old, I'm old now and yeah. well not old but I'm in that bracket of I just can't I can't deal with those kind of 
yeah. really noisy nightclubs and stuff like that. But like the free advertising, because it's become sort of an institution almost uh, in Irish culture at the moment, but which leads to this ridiculous amount of free advertising. And one of the best pieces of advertising they ever got was after an All-Ireland final uh, in the football. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. When yeah. I think it was Cullen was the name of the, the captain at the time and stood up about to accept the cup, uh, the Sam Maguire Cup um, uh, in Croke Park. And he said, see us all in coppers. <laughs> now that was to 80,000 people in a stadium and however many million people in Ireland watching, maybe about, well, maybe about a million people in Ireland watching and how many millions more around the world. Now you can't buy that. Yeah, I, even, I remember like at the time my dad saying, are we going to coppers? Are we going to coppers? You know, it just became... Uh, really, yeah? Yeah, it became... Because it you're, became... You're, you're L lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, we, didn't, we didn't actually kind of... Oh, he was the messing. Yeah, messing, but like because, I be, because, uh, because of that... Uh, uh, all Ireland game where it became like very much like see all the coppers it became yeah. it became this really kind of like uh, champion but thing. It, it's had a few sort of sporting controversies over the years as well because I know um, uh, Robbie Keane uh, went to he, he's he's frequent coppers a lot uh, and he if my memory serves me right and I don't want to damage the man but I don't think I will because the, the story was that if it was, I think it might have been Spurs he was playing at the time for and he decided to treat all the teammates and get them to Dublin or whatever and they went into coppers anyway they kind of got in trouble yes, for being yes. do you remember that yeah, story? I do remember that story so my other association kind of with that story was years before that um, I don't know if you remember this story but the Irish football team were due to play some nation. I don't know, was it two games in one week or whatever? And anyway, they all went out on the lash and they got in bad trouble for it uh, by the manager or whatever. But I happened to be out that night and I happened to have a selfie from that night with Robbie <laughs> Keane. <laughs> and uh, I was buying them drinks and everything. So you were part of the problem. So it was part of the controversy. Love that. And I remember seeing it in the paper and all, shock, horror, Irish team yeah. was out. And you bleary-eyed in the background. Yeah, I was going, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I have ruined the man's career. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Obviously, it was him, uh, Damien, or not Damien Duff, uh, Ian Hart, and, and those other guys were out that night, yeah. Bizarre, bizarre. Like, uh, famously, uh, famously tough bouncers, I would say. In coppers. coppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're so it's I don't like know. famously like, you know, go out there and get a cup of coffee now. Like that's oh, yeah, very yeah, yeah. much that. So I don't know if you know this, but I have a gold card for Copper Face Shut you yeah, leave oh, sorry, it, I forgot to say you that. You leave this until I now. I forgot to say that. Now I don't know whether it's still in date or not. I got it about three or four years ago. And I, the the amount of people with that reaction when I say it to is just proves you know what an institution the place has become yeah um, so we had our oh, what, how, how did this transpire oh yeah we had our Christmas party I know that uh, a work Christmas party in Copperface Jacks which is very unusual because we actually sat for a meal I was at, I was at that. Oh, one. you were at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. you were at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was weird, right? Yeah, that was. It was unusual. <laughs> people kind of say when people said, uh, "Where's the Christmas party?" and you go, "Oh, I, uh, it's in, it's in Coppers," and they go like, "Oh, he's getting a meal before," and they're like, "Yeah, no, on the fucking dance floor. <laughs> we were having a meal in, the, kind yeah. of in the nightclub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. it ever opened, and then we got the, you know, the yeah. sectioned off area or whatever. But before that, we did one of these listener parties there. And yes, you've done a lot of these listener parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah they've yeah. got a, the 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 roadshow, yeah. and uh, yeah, I was given one then with my name on it, um, and it was gold card. I ended up having two of them, and I gave one to somebody, and it was like it was like I was like Willy Wonka. And does this just, does this kind of get you past the tenor entry or something? Is it? It gets you. I think it just gets you. It, it allows. I never used it. I've never used it. I give it to you if you want. 
No, I'm, I think I'm. <laughs> yeah, I think they would say someone's dad is coming. To, <laughs> yeah. But um, so I think it just gets you to skip the queue. Yeah, I, do. I think you might have to still pay the entry, but I think you might get into the VIP area. I'm not too sure. Oh yeah, yes, there's a VIP entry now. There's a VIP room, room in the last now, few years. Yeah, yeah. which S- must be taking a bit of money out of Crystal's pocket next door. Oh, oh probably. Yeah, yeah. Crystal. God, that was a boom time place, wasn't it? Yeah, Crystal nightclub. Yeah, all these various nightclubs. Uh, popped up over, during the boom times. <laughs> Lily's bordello. Lily, is, that's, gone that's gone now. Gone. Yeah, yeah. That, that's gone now. Where's yeah. the elite drink now? I don't know where the elite drink now, actually. I have no Tommy idea. says, what well, you need to know about us. <laughs> where, where did the elite drink? Like, no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. I'm never out in town anymore. Uh, although I would like to go, but not, yeah, maybe not to Coppers. I'm just, I'm gone beyond it. Yeah. I was so excited. I had no idea that, and I just, I had that at the top of the sheet and I was like, well, I might mention it. I had no idea that a Coppers legend <laughs> was a Coppers legend that's, that's, that's never used. Goal card. Yeah, it's a gold card. Yeah. yeah. And I, that, as I say, it's so funny. Like anytime you mention to anybody they're like oh go oh, go yeah. coppers you're, you're joking you must have to have shift at least 50 nurses <laughs> to, get, to get a uh, to get a gold card right so what's your fact yeah well my fact is obviously with the inventor of we look we okay we put a pinpoint on irish inventors or irish inventions and starting c- with the particular letter we're on yeah so for c uh for c there's kind of there's, there's two before you say it on A, we had the kind of inventor of a stethoscope, yeah, right? Yeah. He, he actually did it. He invented the second ear. Of the he, second. Stu- he stuck the ears onto it. Yeah. Uh, then we had Denny, the, the inventor, of essentially. The, of, the, of bacon. Yeah, well, it was, yeah. His first name obviously began with B. No, no, he just invented bacon. We oh, play, bacon. We play, we play loose with these rules, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right. right and, okay. and again, these two are based on the invention. Two of them. Two of them, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, this one, there's no, there's no fucking around with this one. Uh, this was, uh, would the name Joseph Houghton mean anything to you? No, the only Houghton I know is Ray Houghton. Um, in 1885, Joseph Houghton invented the cream cracker. Oh, <laughs> oh God, that's brilliant. Yeah, he invented the cream cracker, uh, which the Wikipedia entry is, it's a flat, usually square, savoury biscuit. Uh, and then it was manufactured by William Jacob um, and then went all around the world. The name cream crackers refers to the method in which the mixture is creamed during manufacture. Wow. There so you go. the invention of the cream cracker was actually in Ireland was by in an Irish man. Yeah, uh, Dub. Uh, in his home Up the dubs Not like a bakery thing He'd made this In his home And slightly I, I mean one could argue More important I don't know Is uh, Clofazamine Okay uh, Which was sold Under the brand name uh, Lamprin uh, Which treats leprosy <laughs> What the cream cracker guy Invented <laughs> Yeah Yeah um, Yeah Invented the Trinity College was the cure by who? Unless I fucked this up completely. The cure for it was um, discovered in the 1950s in Trinity College, Dublin. Uh, it doesn't mention the name of the person who did it, but um, but the cure st- what what the cure starts with a C is this? Uh, well, the name of the the pill the pill is uh, Clofaz. I mean. Wow And that was invented In Trinity College And cured leprosy Oh my god So I didn't think uh, there was A cure for leprosy Yeah I guess that's why like We don't We don't have it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say We don't do leper jokes anymore Yeah Remember they were a thing Yeah Really offensive jokes About leprosy 
Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't really remember them, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah. Uh, but well, by the way, everything is not funny, but yeah, I'm just saying. Of course, now we're living in the uh, NHS Trinity College because, like, uh, speaking to see the coronavirus convent itself. <laughs> Any chance they'd sort yeah, something the Trinity that. could uh, sort that Do out. Do not remember all? And by the way, I'm not trying to be offensive oh, at yeah. all. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. you know, because we live in a yeah. different world now. A lot of people might give out to me about this. Mm. But the word, you don't remember leprosy? I've, I'm sure I've heard them, but I just don't remember any of them. I was pissed. Well, I'm not going to tell you one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you one. Come on. That's, yeah, no, that's I'll definitely big... Google it. Maybe if you want to. No, I'm not going to tell you a leper joke. No. Yeah. That's just not nice. Yeah. And I, no. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up. We wrap yeah. it up. We will wrap it up. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for listening to the A to Z of Ireland. Again, if you have been with us through thick and thin, through A, B, and now C, you are amazing. And we'll sort gold copper face jacks cards well, out for you I at, should the, say at the that earliest we, opportunity that we keep almost forgetting to to not do the most important job is we, we're trying to complete our alphabet so we had Ali Bosco oh, oh we are assigning we one assigning thing from each episode one thing from each thing and I think well what do you think so Ali Bosco and I mean I'd go with the candle you go with the candle I'd what go with coppers go- I, because I think in the I think in the grand I'd go with a leper guy, but so what would you go with? I would go with I would go with in the in the in the Lexington of what what makes Irish Irish. I think we, this country would be a lesser fun place without the legend that is Coppers. Okay, fair enough. Let's so, put Copperface Jacks down there. there. I agree with you. That's fine. There you go. So Copperface yeah. Jacks gets the nod, um, and yeah. uh, we'll move on to D. Obviously, next time round. Thank you for listening. If you want to email us, it is Ireland. A2Z with T-O not the number two A- Ireland A2Z at gmail.com I'm at Mike Hogan Media on Twitter I'm at Hi Andy Gaffney on Twitter Good stuff So uh, yeah So tell your friends Go subscribe on iTunes and podcast Thanks for listening and we'll see you again See ya. <laughs> I thought you had already cut <laughs> Good luck It's very hard to do a goodbye on this isn't it <laughs>